I'm Hiba Shanbo, your host. Hi, everyone. Just when did life become so hectic? Am I the only one having a hard time staying sane amidst all the chaos and the million and one things we have to do? Nowadays, we wear our busyness like a badge of honor. I know. Trust me, I'm guilty of it. We wear so many different hats. Wife, daughter, sister, friend, working woman, mother, and the list keeps growing. It's crazy. It feels like if we're anything less than perfect, we're failing at life. Honestly, my way of coping with the heaviness and burden of all the daily pressures is to connect with people and to find the humor in it all. Doesn't that just make life so much more lighthearted and easy to digest? The insights and the good laughs, those are what I live for. On this podcast, there's no sugarcoating life. We have candid chats, build the tea on life in the hopes that we can connect with each other on a deeper level. I host people from all over the world who share their interesting stories, their failures and successes, and reveal some of their biggest insecurities and vulnerabilities. In these interviews, we address life's challenges, tackle controversial topics, and uncover practices to unlock our greatest potential as a way of empowering us to get on a positive path of self-discovery and personal growth. Join me on this journey of heart, mind, and soul. Hi everyone, this is Hiba Shambo and I am back today. I wanted to talk about yoga and how the practice is meant to be connecting the mind, body, and soul. Yet for me, after 20 years of practicing, I seem to have recently developed a serious case of yoga ADHD. Now you ask, what is that? Let me tell you what that is. Most of us know that yoga is about holding certain postures and holding them long enough so that you get over the physical discomfort and prepare yourself ultimately for more spiritual experience so that you can meditate, look inward, and raise your self-awareness and consciousness. When I started my journey in 2001, that's exactly what I was looking for and that's exactly what I needed. I was full of complexes, anxieties, and fears. I needed to find that mind-body experience and I didn't know how I was going to get there with yoga. I wasn't completely sure because at the time I didn't know anybody who practiced yoga and information wasn't as easy to come by. So I had no idea what to expect and if you go back to Cairo in 2001, you had to find your own way and most yoga instructors here, you would have to find them by word of mouth, and they usually practice out of their living room. So I went from living room to living room until I found a living room that fit, one that I connected with. So today, in this day and age, we're living in a time of constant bombardment of information, and we have a million responsibilities being thrown at us, so much that it's virtually impossible to disconnect. And this lifestyle has become the new norm. And so on a physical level, yoga is great. It eases the discomfort of being stuck in a car for hours commuting or sitting at a desk hunched over all day long. But yoga also addresses the mental aspect of our lives because it helps with the stress that we have all day long from being on the go all the time. And for this, we practice the drishti, which is called the focus gaze. The drishti helps to keep your mind focused on the present moment. So when you're standing in that posture, 
or, or you're in a seated posture, your eyes are focusing on one point. And that helps you to let go of all the stress and all the crap that you're constantly ruminating and thinking about all day long. That is what yoga is meant to do. But for me recently, it hasn't been doing that. Yes, I started my practice back in 2001, but recently, well, in the last 10 years, my practice has been sporadic and inconsistent. So I go one week and miss the next two weeks. I practice four days one week and the following I only practice two days. I'm just all over the place. And if you listen to my last podcast, you'll know that I'm burnt out and having such a hard time committing to any one thing these days. So while I know firsthand about all the amazing benefits of yoga, I have to admit that my focus seems to be out of my control these days. I have a hyperactive mind and although I keep going to practice thinking, okay, today I will focus on my drishti and I will focus on the practice and be in the present moment. I still find myself drifting into other places. With my wandering gaze follows my wandering mind. And then I start to notice the stupid things like my toenails and the chipped nail polish or the dust bunnies around the room. Not to mention the tight leggings that I wore today to yoga and I'm thinking, oh my God, my camel toe is on full display for everyone to see during my headstand. Let alone the other things like my thoughts about the last conversation I had with my husband, the discussion I had last week with, uh, with my mother or friend. I'm literally so tuned into every minute detail that has nothing to do with yoga and that are completely insignificant, that it feels like my practice at times is counterproductive. So while I do come out feeling better physically than when I went in, I am feeling completely frazzled and insecure, so not so good on the mental level. And I have this long list to do that I single-handedly came up with during that Zen hour of yoga. Uh, on a separate note, on top of that list is Google search yoga pants that don't give you a camel toe. I hope those do exist. Anyways, so as you can see, I believe that I've developed a serious case of yoga ADHD. I have to remind myself why I took up yoga in the first place, and that was to raise my consciousness and be more present and find ways to cope with my anxieties and fears. And nowadays, yoga is crucial to our well-being. I mean, come on, look at the world. We're going through some crazy times. So I guess my conclusion is, if you treat your yoga practice as something you can take up when you feel like it, you probably will develop like me a case of yoga ADHD. You will be more concerned about the superficial little things rather than cultivating a mindful practice because if you focus on your practice, through your asanas, you will eventually connect your body with your mind and your soul. Eventually, that is once the postures aren't such a major hardship. And that's where I'm at now. Because I don't practice consistently, physically I'm struggling. Because of my lack of discipline, obviously I'm not connecting with my mind at all. But I know because I was once there before. The dots all connect. Once you practice consistently, the asanas become less challenging, your gaze is more focused, and your mind is sharper. Now, you are ready to dive into the mental and spiritual aspects of yoga. And guys, that's when the magic happens. Like Tony Robbins says, who I love, by the way, most things that will give you the greatest reward require discomfort initially.
and I will leave you guys on that note. I will see you again next week. We've come to the end of the episode. Thank you for listening in. You can connect with me on Instagram at Heba Shanbo. And if you know someone who'd be interested in listening to today's episode, please go ahead and share it with them. If you have any comments or would like to share any thoughts about the episode, please feel free to drop me a DM. You can also leave us a review in your podcast player of choice, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Remy Deezer. We're also on YouTube and you can find more on my website at www.hebashanbo.com. I'll see you again in two weeks.